I realized how important sleep was after we had kids. It used to be that I could stay up late whenever I needed to because I could always catch up on sleep on the weekends. But after having kids, getting to bed on time moved much higher on my priority list. It wasn't only the quantity of sleep that I focused on, but also the sleep quality. There are four strategies that I tested out over some time, and I found these four strategies work for me to make sure I get better quality of sleep. I wasn't very scientific about assessing these four strategies, but I'm pretty convinced that each of these strategies works for me really well. Uh, basically, I end up feeling more well-rested in the mornings when I follow these four strategies. And these are all things that you can find if you look online, if you look up uh, sleep hygiene, which I think is the term they use for helping people uh, figure out how to get better sleep. Um, but it was still surprising how big an impact each of these things had on my sleep. So my first strategy is to make sure our bedroom is nice and dark. Living in a big city means that light can easily end up leaking into the bedroom at night, um, and this light can come from headlights of passing cars, from street lights, uh, through the window, um, and most curtains aren't thick enough to block out this sort of light. Most normal curtains are too thin, um, and so we made a point of getting really good blackout curtains to block as much of the light as possible. But even the best curtains are never perfect. Light still kind of leaks over the edges or around the edges. And so uh, we go, or I go one step further and put on eye shades when I go to sleep. Together with the curtains, the blackout curtains and the eye shades, I'm pretty sure very, very, very little light is getting to my eyes when I'm sleeping. Uh, number two is wearing earplugs. Again, there tends to be noise in the city at night. As much as things do quiet down from daytime, there are still noises of passing cars and people outside walking. Um, and I'm positive I sleep better when I have earplugs in. Then numbers three and four are avoiding eating and drinking alcohol too close to bedtime. And these last two are not only important for me, but also for Tanya. Any night I eat or drink alcohol too close to bedtime, uh, in, in my case drinking alcohol is really any time after dinner, uh, Tanya tells me that I tend to snore more. Even having wine with dinner seems to make me snore more. And the nights that I do eat close to bedtime are also the nights I wake up with heartburn, so these last two, eating and drinking alcohol after dinner, are the hardest ones me, hardest ones for me, the strategies for me to stick to. Um, but I know I'm not perfect on these, but I still try as hard as I can um, because I know they have an important impact on my sleep. For a while, I wore a um, kind of like a cheap Fitbit knockoff on my wrist that measured my movements and it also measured my heart rate. And it, it showed pretty clearly that on days when I wouldn't eat too late or drink too late, that I would have, that my heart rate would slow down and I would stop moving very much and my sleep quality would get, would very quickly I would drop into deep sleep and I would go in through three or four nice long waves of deep sleep. 
And on nights when I did eat closer to bedtime or have alcohol, have more alcohol, I would have shorter periods of deep sleep and, um, and I would come out of deep sleep sooner and, um, and just not feel as rested. But the, the, I was pretty convinced on based on just how I was feeling in the morning and from what the, um, this Fitbit type thing showed me that it made a big difference in my, um, in my sleep quality. So the four things to summarize uh, that I think make the biggest difference to my sleep and by extension Tanya's sleep are one, making sure it's good and dark using good curtains and eye shades, two, using earplugs, three, no eating close to bedtime, and four, no drinking alcohol close to bedtime.